This is Live from the Table, recorded at the world-famous Comedy Cellar. Coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and on the Laugh Button Podcast Network, Dan Natterman here, along with Noam Dwarman, the owner of the world-famous Comedy Cellar. We have Perry L. Ashenbrand. She's the producer of the show. She's also an on-air personality, and there really is no turning back at this point. We have Eric Newman with us. He has been on before. He's on again. I asked him on for a specific reason. We'll get to that. And, of course, I have a question. Well, I haven't finished the intro. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Behind the scenes, the wizard of sound, the sorceress of audio from Binghamton, New York, Nicole Lyons joins us. Nicole, you don't have to say anything. We know you're shy. A little, just, just a little beep. Just a little, a little, you know, a little, a little noise there. Now, I have a question. To let us know you're there. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Uh, Noam has a question before we get into the this. word producer. Does it have any particular meaning anymore? Like in the movies, producer is a guy who you know takes the money and hires hires a director, like you know, in charge of the. That's the an interesting tr- point. Uh, in, a, in a music in a music uh, scenario, the producer is actually involved in the recording and the and the oversees the, the musical and technical aspects of it. Uh, a radio producer you would think um, is involved and has some knowledge of uh, <laughs> uh, t- technical skills uh, of uh, of uh, audio of. Um, Something to do with production. Um, yeah, there, there was uh, a term I used to hear called booker. Uh, she's a booker. She's a booker. Really? No, no, she's the producer. We know she's the producer. I'm just asking, what does producer mean? Well, in this case, she books the show. Uh, this and is, she produces it. And, 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 and uh, beyond that, I'm not sure. She's an on-air personality, as we've said. See, she inherited the title producer from a previous producer who... Who um who called himself a producer? Okay, the way the job was pitched to me, if, and I do have a paper trail to um, back this up, was that there was a sound engineer, so that was never part of the job description. I'm just right? wondering if you tell somebody, if you tell, uh, when words don't have meaning, they, they <laughs> cease to be useful. If you tell, if I tell somebody I'm a baseball player, they're like, oh really? You make pizza somewhere? Like they know what it means to be a baseball player. Well, if you tell somebody you're a producer, right? What does that tell them that you? Do. Well, I think it actually is sort of um, a vague title. But that's, that was kind of my point. Right. So I do everything from playing like kindergarten teacher to, you know, making sure everybody shows up on time to making sure certain people that shall remain nameless actually read the calendar and know who the guests are. And, you know, probably obviously she's referring to me, Eric. <laughs> um, I do okay. research to track down the guests. I do a, a big part of what I do is tracking down and booking the guests and maintaining the calendar. And then, that's a big job. And then uploading everything. You're more like a casting director. I feel like I'm. I, I, I feel like I'm a creative director and producer. Well, well but by and, the way, a lot of titles have that vagueness to them. Well, manager the word- and and I mean manager as far as representation and manager as far as managing a restaurant. Manager of a restaurant could just be like a server who wears a suit, pretty much. Or they could be like a high-level GM or, you know, manager. By the way, Eric has restaurant experience, so he knows where he speaks. I don't want to, if, if I may, I don't want to get too bogged down into this discussion because I did bring it's Eric. It's too late for that. We're already too bogged down. You Let's brought me on look. to clarify what a producer is. I, I, I wanted to say something about uh, two things, and then we'll um, talk to Eric. First of all, we, we had a big discussion about gun control last week. And afterwards, I, I think I didn't, there's something I, I, I meant to say, and I think I didn't get to say it, but it just, it's just important to add to it, anybody listens, that um, 
you know, I, I think that everything exists on, on, on the emotional level and on like the analytical level and, and one, one can uh, obscure the other. And um, so what we were talking about last week is how a particular narrative of a, of a tiny number of people can seem more significant to us than tens of thousands of deaths, which are kind of anonymous. But having said that, it, it, it's also important to just, ha- I want to be on record as saying, that it's just intolerable emotionally to have children killed in a school. It is like terrorism. I think I said it last week, like asymmetric. Like the, the whole point of terrorism is not the damage it does. It's the emotional fear and everything it inflicts. And although these school shootings are not done by terrorists in the sense that, you know, managers are imprecise, where terrorists is, is usually defined as somebody with a political agenda. Sometimes they're done by terrorists. Um, it still has the same effect on us as terrorism. And so I don't, I don't want anybody to think that I minimize it in any way. As a matter of fact, I think I said, it's true what I was talking about. I couldn't even maintain my I believe you've composure. made this point. Yeah. No, did I make the point? Because I believe I, I, you did. Okay, so I want to make it very clear that, that both things are true. The school shootings are intolerable. We have to do everything we can to stop them even if it saves a small number of lives because emotionally we, we can't live that way as a country. On the other hand, it does bother me. It really does bother me that same numbers of people, larger numbers of people are killed all the time. And literally there's no reaction to it because we're not able to react to things sufficiently unless we have a narrative to put to them. And that's where our leaders let us down. So anyway, that's what I just wanted to say. That. Go ahead. Okay, Eric Newman, everybody. I brought him on for a very specific reason. That reason is Dan Natterman has uh, thrown himself into the ring of social media. How long I'll be doing it, I don't know. Uh, I may take my ball and go home if I don't see results at some point. But uh, both Instagram and TikTok, uh, I have now been posting videos, reels on Instagram. As I've opened up a TikTok account. I have 31 followers. It is a <laughs> humble beginning, but a beginning nonetheless and I brought Eric Newman on because he is has had good success on social media in a relatively short time. He's been at it for a couple of years. He already has how many uh, Instagram and TikTok uh, followers? Four hundred seven thousand. But I once had less than thirty-one. Well, um, we, everybody four, once had less than thirty-one. Four hundred seven thousand on TikTok, eighty-one on Instagram. Okay, so uh, I have a thirty-two hundred on Instagram. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to uh, really dissect. This whole thing with Eric, I even took the rare step of, of, of writing down questions that I would like to address regarding that. First of all, just by way of background, this is the new way comics are getting the name out there. It's the only... I, I did stand-up for 12 years in this city, started to headline a little bit ever since the social media following. I mean, I got The Tonight Show a few months ago, but if I ask around, I always want to ask, I go, how'd you hear about the show? And... 98% of the crowd will say TikTok or Instagram, and three old ladies will be like, we saw you on The Tonight Show. So, um, you know, Eric, we did, just very briefly, I was told a by... Uh, imitation. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was told by the book of The Tonight Show, I won't mention his name. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, here we go. But uh, he gave me a hard no okay. um, as far as doing that show, and, and I, I have been... I've done a lot of talk shows over the years, so it was, it, it was shocking and upsetting to get a hard no from him. Uh, but but the good news is is his show doesn't count for shit. So I mean, it, it counted for where I was. I don't know if it would do much for you. For me, I needed a late night set at this point. Mm-hmm. I needed, wanted, really wanted. So I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, look, it, it comes down to ticket sales, man. That's what it is. Like, the seller is the one club I can think of where no matter who's on the lineup, it sells out. The only club I can think of. I've been to a, a good number of clubs around this country. Well, um, I mean, why do you think that is? It's a reputation. That's it. I rest my case, Your Honor. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What, Reputation. Do you, have, do you have another? Uh, because it doesn't no, matter. I don't, I don't, the point is this. It's product, okay? And whether that product comes in the form of a celebrity or a young comic who's just a killer on stage, it's still a product of quality. So, like... Well, that's what I meant. Like, it is obviously the reputation, but what is... What do you... What... What earned us that reputation? Like, what are we doing differently than other clubs are doing? You're paying more attention. I say this all the time on podcasts. I say it when I'm high. I was on Edibles in L.A. two weeks ago, and I was having, like, a really deep conversation with a comic in L.A., and I was like, and, and, I, and I say this about you all the time behind your back, all the time. I go, Gnome's always there. I'm like, I've worked every club in this city. I haven't really worked the stand, but every other club I've worked in the city for a long period of time. And have been at the place a lot. And I, I pay attention to every detail. That's how I am. It's just sort of the way my brain works. You're always at the, the bar, like, watching the comic on stage, like, looking around the room. I notice you're doing he this is, all the time. You usually get a table uh, having a, a cocktail talking with Harry Anthon about politics. That's And in between that, he gets up and he goes over to the club. No, but seriously. And I feel like that attention to detail is what makes the seller. I'm very, very... I mean, I don't work the store, I, and I know that's the, comedy, that, stories, the right. comedy store in LA. Yeah. I don't work the store, and I've walked in, and I've watched shows, and I've been around it a little bit. And I can't really speak to exactly, you know, how how great it, it is, because I haven't spent a lot of time there. But indisputably, the seller is the best club I've ever I've ever stepped foot in. Thank you. I, I don't want to Shanghai Dan's no, no. Uh, intention here because he wants to no, 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 no. on social media. But, but what Can I'm you saying, still say Shanghai? But, that sounds like it might be a politically I'm, incorrect term at this point. I'm, I'm getting back to my point that I'm getting back to is that attention to detail is really what separates, I think, really successful people from those not as successful. And I think that social media needs your attention. Like, you, right. you, you need to be attending to it consistently and hard and like and that's what it comes down to i mean it comes down to ticket sales look i i'm doing pretty well around the country ticket sales wise i want to be doing 20 times better and i plan to be and i'm that's what the goal is um i'm glad uh, liz and bobby kelly here or no, no. um we won't beat you call back to a podcast you probably uh, didn't listen to but anyway um but yeah so i think i think like what i did is i like during the pandemic like i was i mean i was performing here a lot behind glass but even before that, there was that six-month period where, like, there, or four-month period where there was no comedy at all available. You cannot, could not get up. And I was going crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, pull. And at that point, TikTok, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say, even pretend to be say I'm the first one to put stand-up clips on TikTok. But I was definitely part of the first wave. I, I was I did. was the first person to do a podcast. I will say that. <laughs> I was. Never? I, I was doing podcast. I mean, I don't know for sure that this is, that I was the first, but I was podcasting in 2004. Five or four, even, uh, but the word podcast hadn't been invented yet, so I called it my internet radio show, and I was doing it on my website, and you could download it. And anyway, uh, so I will say that I was the first to do that. Uh, I was the first person to invent cloud computing. All right, you might have been. You also you had the I really was oldest living dog in the world. You said I had two dogs that lived over twenty years old, which is is, is hard. <laughs> We're just gonna throw out facts, random facts about our lives now. I actually didn't. I did. I did. I, I'm not gonna bore you, but I. I'm when I say I was a, invented cloud computing. I am. I might be telling the truth. 
Go ahead. We all might be telling the truth about everything we say. I don't say. think Dan had you the first that, podcast. Right? No, no. Well, well, then who had one in 2005? But to, to have a podcast. I mean, seriously, who had one? In, well, then where did you post it? On my website. And you could, at that time, there was no smartphones, but you could like put it on your, your iPod. And again, the word podcast didn't exist. I called it Dan Adderman's Internet Radio Show, the Dan Adderman Show. Um, no, you were the last person to have internet radio. You weren't the first person to have a podcast. No, well, I was the first <laughs> comedian to do to do that. No, maybe you were then. That's great. Uh, Why don't as far as I know, there's no other comedian who was doing it at the time. And I thought to myself, Why aren't these people doing this? It's so obvious, dude. Dude, you should. And then, of course, now everybody is doing dude, it. Dude, you know what's a good pod? Do a re- like attempt a resurgence for the podcast. Bring it back. Called the first podcast ever created, and have guests on from other podcasts who you debate with about whether they were. I think that would be a good idea. That probably would be. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but let's let's dig into the. I do want to dig into the the nitty gritty uh, of 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 um, how to get a following well, as Eric a comic. Said, Eric said something that really resonated with me that you and I have discussed. That you poo poo, but maybe coming from him, you won't. Is that you have to do it consistently? I I I, I don't think I poo pooed it. You also have to be in, as with everything else. In show business, you have to be encouraged. I'm on Wikipedia. In Podcasting began to catch hold in late night, late 2004 with Dan Natterman. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't catch. Well, then that's wrong because it didn't catch on at all. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it caught on. I said I was doing it. 2004, it says. <clears throat> um, okay, so have you noticed that certain videos? You know, there's been a lot of talk of how to game the system. I my first. Video that I posted on Instagram got thirty thousand. It's up to thirty. It's still it's still kind of getting a lot of good thirty three thousand views on Instagram. It was uh, it was a video I was talking about comedians getting assaulted on stage. Oh yeah, the Chris Rock joke. The right? Chris Rock right, joke. Right. When I said that Chris Rock, you know, I applaud Chris Rock because um, he kept his calm when he got smacked by Will Smith. Although I probably would have applauded a lot harder if he knocks Will Smith out with one punch and then said, "Now where was I?" <laughs> um, and uh, Anyway, so that that, that got uh, like thirty three thousand. Keith and the girl started March seventh, two thousand five. So you you predated them. It's possible that I did not predate them. I have to go back to my archives. I don't even. I don't even I know. Think you might have. I I I'm not sure if I started in two thousand four or two thousand five. And that's still going, right? Yeah, that's Chemda. Yeah, Chemda. Yeah. It's so funny. This week, it's funny we're talking about podcasting. We used to be my band. Go ahead. Nuh-uh. I went to Salman Schechter with her. I've known her since first grade. Okay, we're oh, it's really, a little chewy here. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I really do want to because I have a lot of points to make. And no, I, just t- take it, Dan. Take it. I'm going to. I leave. did go the ahead. unthinkable. I wrote a list of questions. Go ahead. Answer the first one. I'll try so, to answer. So, one. so the question is: Is why did fun, some video? You know, Greg Greg Rogel just did a video. He did a joke about tilapia. It was a funny joke, but he had a ton of other funny jokes. Well, this particular joke got a million views, and his other jokes got two thousand. A million, a views? million on TikTok, and he Greg got like, Rogel? yeah, and he got like three, no, he got like before. three thousand followers from that joke. Now, what's the wh- joke? He's like, yeah, tilapia. I've never. Well, I don't want to tell his joke. It's tell not for a me joke. To tell his joke. He's talking about how tilapia. He's never met anybody that said that they went fishing and caught a tilapia. Um. That, that's okay. <laughs> that's so, the joke. well, there's, there's, like, there's more to it's it, premise, that, yeah, but, yeah. but that's basically the yeah. premise. He's funny, Gregor. but oh, but, but he has a lot of funny jokes. And this joke got a million, and my my thing got uh, 30,000 on Instagram, it got 11 on TikTok. 11, 11 literally, no, 11. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> Dude, is the number that I would suggest you 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 make up. It's a funny number. Make, it's a funny number. Yeah. Like if you were like if we were workshopping this thing you just said and you were like, number what number should I say? Like eighteen? I was like, I think 11. 11's 11, the one 11. you you 11. go with. 
Yeah, eleven sounds fun. It is eleven. Well, I twelve is not funny. <laughs> I could show you, but but what, like a, you see, and nine, then, uh, nineteen, but eleven's funnier. <laughs> and then other prime, ones prime get numbers. better on one. So how the is there any rhyme or reason? See, Greg Rogel was telling me, well, you got to post it at nine in the morning. That's how it works. Okay, someone asked you how you make it in stand-up comedy. Do you have an answer? You've been doing you've been doing comedy. You're a professional comic for years. Can you give him an answer? I can. I, can. I can give him some theories. Theories, but they're all theories. You see what I'm saying? There's no concrete way to tell a young comic who's now like a young comic asked me to go over coffee. This happens all the time so, now. But you don't notice a pattern that certain things you post get. Big, but but there are patterns. There are patterns in there. There are patterns you may that are may broken not... consistently. Okay, so you're telling me that, that there's makes no rule. Them not really. Nobody viral is something that everybody wants that nobody could tell you how to do it. Okay, okay but here's my question. About, this is TikTok, right? Well, both TikTok and Instagram, uh, right? But, uh, but real. But TikTok, as far as I understand it, is a little unique because the algorithm serves up the video. People are not going to Greg Rogel. Correct. There are people who have literally seen me and have never been to my actual page. Right. Right. So somehow the algorithm latched on to this uh, joke. Maybe because they notice how long the engage the algorithm noticed how long the engagement is. People didn't skip it. People maybe watch it again. Sometimes, like my, my, if you like a video, they'll they'll scroll back down the show to their mom or whatever it is. Somehow the algorithm said, "Oh, this is something mm-hmm. people like this," mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. began to serve it up, serve it up to other people. And that's how TikTok works, which is quite different than going viral on YouTube. So, and the uh, the disadvantage of TikTok is there hasn't been now. There is just this week they started. You know how like on Instagram you could share a story, yeah. So you could like you know. They didn't have that on TikTok. There was actually no way to like really share to, or even to like communicate tour dates to fans. Like it's like because, again, it's not like Instagram. You post it and it'll show hit most people's who follow you's account or I don't know what whatever percentage, 30 percent of the people who follow you will see it or something, you know. TikTok, there's no real way to do that. So there's no like structured structured way to like actually let people know information you want to let them know. Well, you can put it in the video at the end of the video. You at could... the end of the video, right? Exactly. But then it's like, okay, but what if the video only gets 11 views? Then 11 people saw it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. That's what I mean. Like, you know, I was reading this book uh, recently called Psychology of Money. Have you guys read it? It's a really interesting book. But they were talking about how Warren Buffett, how everybody always assumes like Warren Buffett was just like always right. And he just, the times he was right, he was maybe way more right than most people, but he was wrong just as much as you you or I, you you and I are. So like, I think that's that's social media. I think it's like- I I, I, I know the point you're trying to make. It's not but believe me, Periel's been wrong more than Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe only a couple of times. I know you're being just like, you know. He couldn't not. In. <laughs> but come on. Look at how happy that makes him. <laughs> that might be the dumbest thing you've ever said ever. <laughs> you better read that book again. <laughs> no, I just don't know enough about Periel. It's not, it's not what I know about the book. It's okay. what I, yeah. Um, no, but, but I think I th- but I think that's what social media. Like I had one video on TikTok that got 26 million views. Whoa. 26 million. And it brought in 150,000 followers. How much do you think by the way no, this is a um what was it? It was actually at the Fat Black Pussycat. That's what By the way, you want to know what you asked me where the sellers always packed? It's that video. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, that's not that's not a crazy thing. I, I apparently a lot of comedian TikTok videos are from our clubs. Yes. A no, lot. No, that brings you up, guys. That brings up my next question. Because you guys. Because you guys gave out the videos. Those were There was a, a time where I wasn't using any other video, but it always had the seller in the background, which is like the smartest thing. New. No other club. Now clubs are just starting to do that. Fuck. Don't. don't God damn it. Don't you put them up. 
No, that's <laughs> I won't put them up. Good. How much are you pay me not to put them up? Uh, no, is, is but that, that really sort of leads to my next question <laughs> yeah. is like, is there a way to um, expedite? Now, what it is is the, the comedy seller have cameras are installed in the clubs. Yeah, now, you no can either ones. bring your own camera and film it, but and I did that, but like it, it wasn't as good because... You want to get the videos quicker? Is there a way to expedite the process? Yeah, there is. The problem is we're having, we have trouble. With, we, we're short on staff, but... Um, Especially because sometimes you do a, a, a topical video and you, and you want it faster. Yes, we're, I'm going to take care of that because that, that was the intention. I spent a lot of money on this system, including very, very high-speed internet, specifically so the comedians could get their videos right away. We have the same internet they have like at CNN. Um, so, and the, and the sound guys are not that busy. They should be able to really just send it to you right after your set. Yeah. If you give them your email address, they should be able to. John kills it, man. John's been great. Now, what do you get it right? Do you, do you tape it yourself with your own camera? Or you use no, 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 the, the built in system? system. Yeah. And you get it right away? No, not right away. It takes a while because it goes through Liz. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to expedite. I'm gonna make a list of people. The the reason it's slow. Part of the reason is because I was hyper careful. I don't want these videos getting out when the comedians don't want them to get out. So I installed a lot of uh, procedural rigmarole. But if you if you're not worried about it, because the easier it is for you to get it, the more it easier it is for somebody to steal it, or to you know take it home or stick a USB drive in. Um, now, obviously, I'm more concerned about people like Chappelle and stuff like that when right. they come down. But if you're not worried about it, I'll just tell them, you know, they don't care. And also, uh, uh, and also, um, the times. A lot of comedians are posting with timestamps on it. Do they not realize you can? You can ask. You can ask. No, I know that. But a lot of comedians are posting with the timestamp. Mine got 26 million with a timestamp. I don't that, think a timestamp matters. It doesn't. I literally got my highest video ever had a timestamp on it. So oh. what was the video about? It was a video. It was a fabulous. I was hosting at the lounge, and uh, and there was this. I asked this. But you know, I do a lot of crowd work up front, so I asked this a uh, couple if they were, asked them if they were a couple or whatever, and she said uh, no. He had sex with my mom, and uh, I sort of like unpacked that, and gets crazy. I had a hundred, probably one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand followers. From this that is video. on TikTok. On TikTok, it so went you- so viral. Is this your girlfriend, your lady? No. No? Were you guys <laughs> friends? Friends. Okay, you guys trying to make me complicate shit more, or you? Oh, Wait, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Thank you guys. Good night. Thanks for coming to the show. I really appreciate it. Um, that's it. The show's over. The show's fucking done. You had sex with her mom, and we're all saying good night. Because I can't. I, quite frankly, nobody can follow that shit. Um, wait, what? I can't believe I took so long to get to this shit. Um, what? Uh, wait, did he really? Well, we went abroad together. Okay. Everybody shut the fuck up so we can listen to you. Stop placing drink orders. Nobody get. This is going to be entertaining without alcohol. You can stop placing drink orders. Okay, okay. Keep going. Go ahead. Wow. How old is your mom? You look young as hell. Like, you're, like, beautiful and young as hell. How old is your mom? My mom's 45. Well, at the time, she was 40. I was 20. She was 49. Okay. Look out. Are you with these people? Yeah. Okay, because you were just like this. Oh, you were all there when he had sex with her mom? You were, I, I'm fucking done with you people. I'm just, I'm, suddenly sports, sports marketing sounds very interesting to me. I, I, I can't, it is, I hope this is a fucking fake story. No? Holy shit, I'm so glad we record these sets. I'm definitely asking for a tape of this shit. 
Like, so do you so make these videos and you put them on TikTok and then you post them from TikTok on Instagram? Like what? How, what is that? Are those two things completely separate? You can't have the TikTok logo on the Instagram platform. Okay. It okay. won't go anywhere. You can, but it's not gonna. You got eleven views. Did you have it on? Did you? Have no, it? I got eleven views on TikTok. That video got thirty thousand on Instagram. Dude, eleven is really bad, dude. <laughs> well, I understand Dan, that. Why don't you write a joke about tilapia and fucking somebody's mother? Uh, let, uh, let's, well, let's see if the, uh, the algorithm. The, yeah, there uh, we go. But are those platforms completely mutually exclusive? Like, do you take a minute and you put it on Instagram and then you put that same minute on TikTok? No, no, no. I do that a lot. But sometimes, like TikTok, for example, they flag shit way quicker than Instagram. Like, you'll get flagged. I got kicked off TikTok. My account disappeared after, like, 200,000 followers and I was having a heart attack. And then I emailed all these people at TikTok and they finally restored the account. Just for, like, I don't know, saying, like, pussy too much or whatever. Like... Like TikToks, like they have, they're a little rigorous with their parameters. Whereas Instagram, you could pretty much get away with anything. Ari Shafir could get off Instagram, but he's one of the only ones get kicked off Instagram. But he's one of the only ones that seem to have been able to achieve it. He was driven though. Like he, he, yeah, he's (laughs) yeah, he was trying. That was his goal. Did he get kicked off Instagram? Yeah, but he got it back. Now, now, what about you? Said you do crowd work, and um, are you doing crowd work because that's your thing, or because? You don't want to burn material, so when you go now do a show and people have seen you on TikTok, they haven't seen... Like, I'm, I've been doing just my jokes. Yeah. But, you know, um, if I ever do get a following from this, and I don't quit and take a coding class, which I've been considering, um, <laughs> if I ever do get a following and, and do go, well, you know, I'm told you can make like 150 grand after a, 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 a 15-week coding boot camp. I don't know if that's true. It's pretty good. You know, but, uh, but that's pretty good. C++? <laughs> I don't know. Like it's. Uh, Why don't you chop the coding class clips into TikTok uh, segments? It could do that. You know. Apparently, uh, uh, Elon Musk pretends he knows how to code, but uh, he couldn't even run a Python script. Did you read about that? I didn't know about. Uh, that. Go ahead. Um, but if I ever do get a following and I go, and I go on the road, and now they've seen my my jokes on TikTok, that's or, that's really, well. First of is all, is that a big deal? There's two things. Number one is first, I, I only did jokes for the first ten years I did stand up. I didn't start crowd work. Is more of a re, more recent thing for me. I mean, at least in, in, to this level, like of doing it. But hosting here has like made me very comfortable with it because. But do you, know, you think it's just better for social media because oh, you don't burn yeah. material? Yeah, so that's the thing. I write quietly. I write jokes quietly, and I don't have to worry about burning the material. Like, fans have actually called to me after shows, and they're like, we saw that joke. We saw that joke. And, like, a couple of them were, like, unhappy about it. And I was like, well, fuck you, but also kind of like, all right, mental note. I mean, is that a new thing? Because, um, you know, in the old days, you'd go on The Tonight Show, and you'd do jokes, and then you'd, you'd do those same jokes uh, in, in your in, in, on your show. I don't know. People don't want to hear jokes, like, much more than once. No, that's not true. That's just an idiot who says something to you. Right, right, right. Usually, people want to hear the joke. I hope he does, I hope he does this. You go to see George Carlin, you're like, I hope he does the seven yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, say, I don't want to hear that seven words. You've heard him. Like, you want to yeah, hear it. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. right, you're right. Some, some people. good bits. But with music, it's never the case. That's no, with music, music, of course, music. they Comedy. want to hear yeah, the yeah, same yeah. music over and over again. By the way, I'm ha- you know, Noam, at the beginning of this show, he said... He's not going to stay very long. He has other things to do, and this. No, 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 no. But and this topic, anywhere. this topic wasn't of overwhelming interest to him because normally he likes to talk about politics. But yet here he is, and and uh, is that does that mean you actually are engaged by this discussion? No, I'm, I'm quite engaged. The only reason I didn't want to stay with nothing to do with the topic is because I have I have a lot tonight. piling up on me. You, you'll be done and because I know that this topic is probably more interesting if I shut up anyway. No, well. 
Look, it's always what I like about having Noam on the show is to get the club owner's perspective is gold. It is gold. Uh, you know, I don't think any other podcast has that. You know, there's other podcasts at the comedy store or wherever they're at. Are you telling me the guys want to stand onto a podcast? They just tweet out this uh, all right. I'm kidding. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe they do. But to have the guy that owns that owns this particular club, which is a very special place, yeah, is a, is a, is I think an, a, a, even you know is a very unique thing to have. By the way, I th- I think I'm one of the top. When you search Comedy Cellar on TikTok, I think I'm one. Someone messaged me and told me that I was the first or second one that came up. Well, That's know, what I heard. I know that Zarna is very. Z- Zarna is she's killing it. She's got about a hundred thousand more than I do. She's killing it. Well, I, I I told this story, but I brought my daughter and her and her best friend to the Comedy Cellar a few weeks ago, and Zarna walked through, and my daughter's little friend says, "Is that Zarna Garg?" And she's like, she now, saw the Beatles. Now yeah. the caveat to that is 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 this. This girl was ele- is eleven years old. She's not going to go see Zarna at a comedy club, probably. In other words, you want fans, but ideally, you want yeah, fans yeah, that are 20, he, 21, 22. No. But Gnome's just commenting on on how what, right, what type yes, of reach yes. it has. Of course, I mean, like you know, of that, course. But that, but but in terms of a fan base, some fans are better than others. Yeah, I some do, fans are more lucrative than others. An eleven year old girl. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying, but if you are a, uh, a Netflix, and somebody has. A rabid following at any age, yeah, that is a money making proposition. For sure. And Zarna, I've said this before, Zarna, I think, is gonna is in a very p- good position because she is a comedian that the whole family can enjoy together. Definitely. Eleven year olds can watch a lot and, and everybody's enjoying it. It's not like watching it. And that's that's a throwback to when I was a kid when like Bill Cosby used to be able to entertain. Uh, I keep ironic. telling you not to use that as <laughs> an example. But it's true. He he was he was able to or even George Carlin to some extent. But um uh but comedians at that time used to be able to entertain whole uh you know the whole age range zarna has has had one of the quickest ascensions i've ever seen in comedy like like i mean i've i've only i've been doing it 14 years i've been doing it nearly as long as you but i haven't seen anything like it and she kills man like yeah. she murders like and she's sweet and she's likable and she's genuine and and she's working so hard and it drives me crazy because she's like this like like business woman who's just like wants fast results and here I am, like just working my ass off for 14 years, and she's been doing it for two years. And she's like, "We're not making. I'm barely making any money." And she'll tell me what she made for the weekend. And I was like, "Zarna, that is excellent money for a stand-up comedian who has been doing comedy for two years, like or three years." If 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 she were just as distracted by getting laid as you were, you think she'd be <laughs> would, anywhere as successful as she is? I mean, come on, you you have to divide your attention, dude. The funniest fucking thing in the world. No, I don't know if I ever told you this. I was hosting at the bar, and Noam walked in, right? Um, and uh, and somebody I forgot who told me afterwards. <laughs> he goes, "Yo, Noam just watched your set." I felt like it went pretty well, and, and he goes, "Noam just watched your set." I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, did he say anything? He's like, "Yeah." He went up to me and he goes. That guy gets laid. <laughs> <laughs> you should see. I mean, he's he's brought in bona fide tens, and I'll be honest. I never thought of that. I never thought of Eric Newman. Like, there's comics I see, like like Jeff died. I'm like, oh, duh, he's hot. You know, uh, Newman. I never thought that. Did you make? You ever did thought you I was a good looking guy? Did you make an never, embarrassing never comment stri- to him like you did to me when I was with a bona fide ten? No, uh, uh, no. And and we've rehashed that a number of times. We don't need to get into it. But but. No, I, I didn't really for that think, think uh, you know, Newman, I didn't think you were ugly. I appreciate that. Uh, certainly. If but that's the did, nicest you can you can do, then it I'll take it. It did like a guy like this. Hold on. Pete Davidson is 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 begging uh, Kim Kardashian. Well, like, like you don't. But he's a star. He's on SNL. That's true. That's true. You know. Um, 
And, and not that he's an ugly guy or anything, but he's but you know he's, he's not he's not Brad. Pitt. But but I I just I mean girls go crazy for Eric Newman. Like a guy like Des Bishop to me is obvious. I see Des Bishop, but yeah, that's a hot dude. Looks like James Bond. Very good looking. And guy. Newman, I thought, eh, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, I leave it to do- Beaver. <laughs> I hope you didn't take that offensively. That was the next thing he was going to Well, look, to me, look, who cares? Look, I, this is comedy. We're supposed to be funny, first and foremost. Whether yeah, you're good looking or not, it's like, yeah. you know, that's that's not how I assess people. But, but, um, but well, I, I, you did say that once you stopped paying so much attention to fucking hot girls to it. at the shows that your career, you started to really focus a lot more on your career. I was talking about, I did Guys We Fucked earlier, the podcast mm-hmm. Guys We Fucked, and I... I was I I said this and then after it came out of my mouth I was like yeah that's 100% true. This is like recently the first first time in my life very recently that my career has become the highest priority over women. Well but you're seeing results. When you see results and you got into something that you you see I've I've always said I read somewhere that you know everybody says that in order to make money people that work hard make money. Yeah. The reality is is that people that make money work hard. Uh, there's a feedback loop. And if you're encouraged and you're seeing results and you're uh, then and look, if, if net look, I, I don't have five hours of jokes like some comedians. I, I don't I don't turn over a new hour every if Netflix was offering me money, then I I don't know that I would do have as many hours as Louie, but I would have more. And there, there is a feedback loop. And when you're be, setting, getting results and see, and moving forward. You're going to work harder, and you're going to produce more. And 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 Eric struck happened on uh, something that he does that really started to work. Yeah. And 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 I think that got you but, going. But with it. but the the real test is when it's not working. Like that's where you really develop like the strength. Like like because when things are going well, fine. But but, but you but, know that you know the thing you know you now know even if you head into a period where. Things are not cooking. You know, you know you've done it before, right? Right. You and you know it, it can be done, and you it can, can be do done. it again. Yeah. Do do women ever like? Is there is there an, an analog to a woman? I've never heard a woman like, yeah, I just do this to get laid. Like, I just every night, I just, I just, I can't focus. I just want. I, just I don't know any laid. guy that that says they do comedy just to get laid. But yes, of it's course, like, it's a big the obsession. Like a, a woman, a woman might be obsessed with meeting a man, companionship. I'm sure women want to have sex. I know that. I don't know what, yes. But like the... You know that? The single-minded focus on the sexual release... I've never met a comic... Is so male. I've never met a comic, though, that that I think is just doing this to get laid, but I do think it's a big factor. But but you can Um, also get lost in it. Like, Like, I've seen comics also, I think we know some comics, who they're just obsessed with the party culture. Name names. Like that, I'm not, I wouldn't. <laughs> but but they're just obsessed with the party culture. They just want to get laid and they want to like, I truly want to be as great as I could possibly be. And if I had another chance to say it on the Bobby's podcast, I would have probably phrased it, Nicole, this is for you. I would have probably phrased it as whatever my ceiling is, I just definitely want to hit. And that's it. As far as success, as far as like being the best artist I could be, I just want to hit my ceiling. I don't ever want to feel like I came up came up short because you can't control what your god-given ability is but you definitely can control your work ethic right that's, that's why i was a big kobe fan I, I was obsessed with kobe you know and like you that you can't control your work ethic either but, but anyway go ahead no you that's probably but, an illusion well it, it may be and then we can get into think, issues of free will control your work. And, why, no. why wouldn't you be able to control your work ethic because uh, the personality is also probably you know just part of your dna a part of your dna sure but but within your dm dna you could control how much you push that yeah, I again, you know? I think it really is about being consistent and really putting the work in. 
uh, I wanted to talk about uh, another thing that I never would have um, come up with myself. That I'm good looking? No. Oh. Uh, but I wouldn't have. But um, I, the, the fact that all these videos... Oh, that you're ugly. I appreciate and, it. And apparently you are good looking. Who cares what I <laughs> think? Apparently. Move on. Who cares what I think? I know, I know, Dan. Dan, I've been trying to fuck you for so long. I <laughs> care what you think, dude. Look, Ari Shafir apparently is sexy. I mean, that's what I hear from a lot of women. You know, I, okay. it could have could have really knocked me over with a feather on that. But, um, I mean, <laughs> that, that was a little actually more hurtful than mine. So that that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> who is who is like a really? He's getting who, 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 who's, okay. who's, really, who's really what? Who is like a re, who's like the most attractive? Uh, he said Des Bishop. Des Bishop. Des. Um, who's that other guy I mentioned? Uh, Jeff, Jeff Die. Okay. I think Jeff's really good looking. Jeff Die. Um, I mean, Nicole, do you have any thoughts on this? No, no, no. I want to know who you think. Not who I know what Nicole's type is. <laughs> Nicole like skin. Nicole probably thinks Jeff uh, uh, Pete Davidson's. Probably into him, right? Am I right, uh, Nicole? Just a yay or an a quickly. No. No. Oh, really? Okay. No, oh. I could have told you that. Um, uh, there's that guy, Ryan Long. Is that his name? Ryan Long. Yeah. I'm yeah. Lo- I don't know I who don't, Jeff Dye is. I'm going to look him up. Des Bishop. Yeah. I mean, that's a. I mean, Des is certainly a good-looking guy, but that's sort of like not would wouldn't be like the first person that popped. He's like George Clooney esque, you know, handsome, classically yeah, handsome yeah, type yeah. man. Yeah, I guess you know? that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Jeff Dye. Jeff's very good looking. Oh. And um Also women I mean, are women that guy are different. Looks just like Eric. W- women are women are different though, dude. Women like there's like a doesn't reason he? why Periel might think he's not good looking or like doesn't like the way his smile like they're not like they're not going to answer it as black and white as a man would. Like, oh, he's really good looking or he's not. Like I, and like, it's just not women me, have a, you know? a larger variety of types. I do yeah, understand I, I, the Des Bishop George Clooney thing, but I think that Jeff really looks a lot like they're a very similar to, 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 sort of genre. Also, Russ, Russ Maneev was Russ is good looking. You know, I mean, we haven't seen him around here in a while. Russ uh, is good looking. But anyway, um, okay. Well, what I, was the next question? The, well, the, the the question is 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 the now almost every video, certainly every stand up video, and a lot of non stand up videos are subtitled. You, as you're saying, it's like closed captions for yeah, the hearing. You, need, you need to do that. What, what, it's something I never would have thought on my own, but I'm doing it because that's what you do. But what is the what is the reasoning for that? Because people often can't uh, you put the sound on on their phones when they're watching, so they have to. Get very now, Kyle Dunnigan, who has got a, a huge oh, Instagram presence, it. doesn't do that with his sketches because he's doing impressions. So he's doing impressions, and he uh, yeah. So I guess the other can, school of thought is it forces you to watch it with sound if you don't have subtitles. That's the other school of thought. But no, you, you should definitely, for jokes, you should definitely. Yeah, also, you oh, you have to. And it also has well, to be pop, funny. It pops, I think, too, a little bit. Like, now that I'm analyzing it, there's a certain visual, yeah. I think. It's a visually kind of interesting. It pops at you. And you can do stuff with the subtitles. You can make them pop, and you can use graphics. Also, this will make sure, like, that's like the one, it's probably the truest test to, like, how funny a joke actually is. Bless you, on paper. You. By just watching it and not listening to it. Because, like, if you watch Sebastian Maniscalco, Right, like a lot of a lot of what he does is animation on stage. Right, is just being sort of animated and loud, you know. And he's brilliant at it. But I'm saying, like, if you read a joke, it's different than watching. Are you it. dissing Sebastian? As no, 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 I love Sebastian. I love Sebastian. Am I dissing him at all? Yeah, um, but but, I but think I'm, you ju- also I'm just saying. Make sure that you don't miss anything. But but, right? like but stand up is so much more than just the words, of course. But and Sebastian's jokes work actually 
No, he's great. No, he's great. But I'm just saying, like, you're not seeing like he's one of those comics where like it's like a tell it tells like, jo- yeah. it tells jokes work on the page, right? And they're also hilarious. But, but they don't the work nearly them. as well. No, they work really well. Because, they uh, but because personality. Steve Fabricant repeats them all the time. Yes, and I see him when he does it. To, to like my friends or whatever, and they all always crack up whenever it's in a television. I, I think I think that the well, every comic is different. Some comics, the words count for more than other comics. I think probably the comic with the greatest, where where it wherein the delivery was uh, most important was Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you just spoke matter of factly and said um, one of Gilbert's jokes, I'm trying to think, like uh, you know, I I don't know. Um, you know, death to the three name girl, you know, and then uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen came out and then Anthony Michael Hall came out, you know, without Gilbert saying, and then Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I think that the difference is vast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between yeah. the I words. That was good. Um, yeah, that that was good. I know. I do a reasonable impression, but not nearly good enough to go toe to toe with the people that do impression. I know, I know. With impression, you have to be perfect as an impressionist. Well, you, no, you, you, you don't have to be funny. perfect, but you have to be funny. You so are that, funny. That, with that, them. that Dana Carvey. Used to do impressions that didn't necessarily sound exactly like like his George Bush. Not gonna. I mean, it, it approximates it. And you can, but it's not the most accurate George Bush impression right, right, that right. you've ever heard. But it's 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 accurate enough, and it's just very very funny. I think that you should do some of your Gilbert impressions for TikTok and Instagram, and I'll bet you anything they would do very well. Because and your Jackie Mason's hysterical. I've told you that forever. I, I don't know if the TikTok crowd is a Jackie Mason crowd. Instagram the TikTok comes to be very very young. Not dude, not anymore. No. Yeah, not anymore. Well, now it's everyone. I don't think Jackie Mason is your ticket to TikTok. For, no. <laughs> but maybe that. No. No, I mean you might say you might as well say more, my, do my Mort Saul impression. <laughs> you know, these people don't care. Oh, did you see? Did you see the Carlin documentary? I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, I want it so bad. Good. It's amazing, right? It's really good. I can't wait to watch it. No, the no. only only thing is, and I guess I understand why they did it, and I don't blame them at all. But I fantasize that they took out that famous bit of George Carlin saying the N word, which is a really powerful statement about who George Carlin was and what he stood for. And it's a little bit, yeah. But the documentary would have been become about that. I know. I, I'm so. I, I, I said. I said. I know why they did yeah. it for the greater good of the documentary, and I, I probably would have done the same thing. And yet, I lament that in a documentary, which is meant to tell the truth about something that happened or some or a person, when you are forced to. Uh, take things out of a documentary because people can't handle the truth. That's a that's a bad that's an indictment of of the times we're living in. You know, it's, it, it was really disappointing to me. But I, I'm not criticizing it at all. I, I understand exactly why they had to do that. Where, where is the documentary available on? It's on uh, HBO, right? It's a uh, it's HBO Max. Yeah, it's two, yeah. It's two parts. Apatow and, produced, right? Yeah. Apatow directed, and boy, is it good. I, yeah, mean, I mean, everything he does, I want to I always want to watch. But, it's 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 fantastically uh, directed and edited, but on top of that, the source material is so incredible. Like the Patrice documentary, that that really suffered from just not having that much compelling material. Yeah, it's like I think there's a Geraldo documentary coming out. I just spoke with Marianne Geraldo, yeah, and I think that she said, "Do you know anything about this?" No. There's a, I believe there's a Geraldo documentary in the works. I don't know, but my awesome. liberty. I, I can't wait. I to think I, I don't think it's a secret. Um, but the, the, the Carlin, so he has 
like his his handwritten notes, stuff he left to his wife, phone messages. Um, yeah, I mean it's just it's it's stacks and stacks of material. Like I was trying to think, like if I do a documentary on me, they'd have nothing. Like they would have nothing. I don't have anything. What are you talking about? You have so much stuff. No, you have to see this documentary. What? And I mean, it was the same thing with the. I gap. don't have like I don't leave my notes on. I don't, I don't write everything out. I don't write stuff to my wife. We have all like time. hundreds of hours of audio and video of you. Yeah, I guess I have that. They have email too. And also, yeah, you have these podcast episodes. All those endless emails you send. Okay, I have to go. Okay, I wanted to. Uh, okay, well, thank you, Noam. You stayed a lot longer than you had said you if would. You I, I have to attribute that to the fact that you were more interested in this conversation than you anticipated being. No, I always thought I'd be interested. I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm pulled in six different directions. No, it's like that thing where you go, uh, like you make a date and you're like, you're not sure you're gonna like the person, so you're like, we'll do one drink, and then it ends up going well, and you're like, he just had three yeah, drinks. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. had four drinks. Yeah, no, five I can drinks. He took shots all night. Stumble out of here. I once thought I picked up a girl in a bar. And he's still, and he's still, he's not going. Yeah. And and it turned out that she thought I was the internet date she was there to meet. Stop it. Yeah. And only and we, uh, things were going great, and then at some point we realized, oh no, I'm not, I'm not that person. Yeah. And then, that's, did she ever find that? Did you ever keep in touch with but her? But you had now? sex. I was with married at the time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and you did take her, take her to your. Uh, no, that she had to go find the guy that uh, she was there to meet. If yeah. you do, if you die and we do a documentary about you, I'm gonna find track this woman down and interview her. Okay. What's really? her name? I, I don't remember. It was it was a, I, mean, I didn't. I, 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 15 minutes of my life. I didn't. But I mean, I was like, I felt good about myself. You know. I wanted to. I don't know if we're gonna end with this, but I wanted to talk about this. Years ago, I had an idea for a book. Oddly enough called Real Books, Fake Excerpts, where I would have a real book, and oh, I, I, would, I, would, I would like write a fake excerpt, and i try to pitch this as a book to various... You did videos of it, too. I did some videos on YouTube that didn't, didn't get much traction, but, but well, that's what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm, in the interest of doing something a little bit different than everybody else is doing and not burning my stand-up material, I thought maybe I'll do Real Books, Fake Excerpts on TikTok. Is it too high or on? He on, can't scream from back there. Sit he down. said it was too high. There's a market for everything, man. They're, he they're said it was really too high, but it may be. It also, but but what the concept is very simple. They're real books and they're fake excerpts. So the nobody con- reads. It's not, it's they don't have to read because I'm going to narrate the fake excerpt from the real book. Nobody knows b- anything about books. But I will say the name of the. Well, the I could do one as a sample. I, I could do one as a sample. Uh, if you're interested, I have three books up there. That uh, I was because I want Nicole to to videotape me or Periel. Don't to bring the book. There, there are three of them up there. There's. You need them. Well, I would need them because inside I have my fake excerpt in there. Um, oh, you actually put fake excerpts. I put in fake there? excerpts in there. So the books, but I got other ones at home. But these books are Tears We Cannot Stop, Michael Eric Dyson, A Sermon to White America. Okay. The other book is Love, Death, Madness, and the Creation of Roger's Thesaurus. Now. Does anybody of a younger generation know what Roger no, Thesaurus is? No. Do you know? Huh? I know what it is. Do you know what Roger's Thesaurus is? No. Do you know what a Thesaurus is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that may be good enough. And then the third one is Inside Hitler's Bunker. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know the, the last book. days yeah. of the Third Reich. You've heard of Hitler? Yeah. He was a German uh, statesman. <laughs> so, which of these three would you like to hear the fake? Hitler. Hitler. He's the only one I Hitler. Said. Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Hitler. You don't want to hear? No, this is a sermon to white America. But I don't. I don't. Uh, no, I don't want to hear that. Hitler. All right, Hitler's inside Hitler's. Hitler's bunker. a white supremacist, also. Hitler's inside Hitler's bunker. So this is the this the real book is inside Hitler's bunker, the last days of the Third Reich. Okay. And the fake excerpt is this: 
I, this I wrote literally like 12 years ago. I don't, I don't know if it holds up. I don't, maybe it was never good then, but uh, <laughs> back when Hitler was a, you know, a, a bigger... Anyway, uh, with Hitler's... With Russian troops less... This is from, from the chapter... Um, this is... Uh, what chapter? What does it matter? This is... And no, the battle begins, chapter one. Oh, actually, no, it would be at the, the end. Gathering storm. Go ahead. With, with Russian troops less than a mile from the bunker, Hitler... Uh, sorry, I corrected something. Hitler had made his decision and would not change his mind. Despite the pleadings of Stubenfuhrer Otto Grunch, there was simply no time for another game of ping pong. <laughs> Grunch and Goebbels would be declared co-bunker champions. A desperate Grunch suggested a game to 11 instead of 21. Hitler then took his sidearm and shot Grunch, Grunch in the head. The Third Reich had not yet breathed his last, and the 21-point ping pong game established as a standard when the Nazis took power in 1933 would not be compromised. Uh, Goebbels would thus have the champion trophy all to himself, if only for a short time. That's from Hits Inside Hitler's. But I got to chuckle it, too. <laughs> I gotta go. That's funny, but that's not TikTok material. Well, maybe I'll try Tears We Cannot. I'll do one more. <laughs> try to get a bigger laugh from this one. Well, you also, you also, you, you lost your nerve, too. I lost you, my nerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell it in your delivery. Yeah, you, I, you I didn't sell it. All right. <laughs> this is Tears We Cannot Stop a Sermon to White America. Do you want to hear this one? Yeah. Uh, distrust and dislike for those different than ourselves seems to be a regrettable, albeit universal, aspect of human behavior, not to mention the human need to feel superior to others. Thus, I would say to white America that, in a perverse way, I understand the discrimination and racism historically exhibited toward African Americans. What I don't understand, however, and likely never will, is why y'all so into Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's been 30 years. How the hell are these guys still selling out stadiums? The, the whiter the town, the more they sell out. I mean... It's My Life is a good song, but I'm not sitting through all the other awful songs just to hear one decent tune. It falls asleep, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I love that one because I hate Bon Jovi. So I'm, I'm very into that one. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll um, uh, put that will be my first post. I don't understand. Did you bring those books here from home? Yeah, I brought them from home. Okay. Because if I videotape them, I want it me reading from the book as if I'm actually reading from the book. Yeah. Dude, try it, man. I'm telling you. like that's a, Nobody else is going to be doing that. That's, that's for Dan's show. It would be funny if he started doing it, he did the hashtag, and then he just saw like a million other people just... Well, then I would know I was on to something. Nicole, what are your thoughts? I thought that was great. I love the Bon Jovi one. Did you, yeah, what about great. the Hitler? That was a little over my head, I think. Okay. Yeah, you can't be too... Um, you know, they can't be simplified. too high. They can't be too highbrow. Yeah, simplified. Like you're not the, dealing with like major intellectuals viewing, you know? here. Easy huh? viewing. Yeah. You got to still make it like digestible for the average person. Yeah, okay. you, you got to dumb it down a little bit. You know? Okay. okay. Like um, I have a brilliant Philip Roth joke that never works on stage because nobody knows who Philip Roth is. Portnoy's Complaint is one of the best books okay, you're, of all uh, Yes, it is. Fine. And you will be the well, only person. Well, I enjoyed Portnoy's Complaint a good well, deal. Portnoy's Complaint. Um, do I have any other? So, so... Um, but we're not quite done here. I just want to see if I have any other uh, questions regarding. Um, do you have any any questions, Periel, regarding the social no, media? No, because I, you're, I assume you also because Periel, by the way, is a stand-up. I don't know. I know, I know that. And so I assume that you. She just made twenty-five dollars the other day. Well, I assume it's not quite what Zarna makes, but I assume that you want to. Um, also post stuff on social media. Well, the fact that I'm even getting paid to do gigs for me is amazing. amazing. Yeah, um, Zarna hasn't been doing it much longer than you have. Well, that's... Yeah, but you can't... You know what my therapist told me this morning? Compare despair. Yeah, your therapist okay. stole that from Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> no, she said it. No, she said it was from alcohol. She, Comparison she, she, is the thief of joy. 
Um, I have, I mean, I'm not trying to compare myself to Zarna or anybody else. I adore Zarna. I think she's brilliant. And, um, I hope that she becomes an absolute superstar and I'm sure that she will, it's but gonna, that has nothing gonna, to, I have to do admit, with it's me. Gonna, if she becomes a superstar, it's going to hurt a little bit. Why? Hurt That's ridiculous. Why would I, it hurt? I, it's going to hurt. hurt. It's the complete opposite. She's a friend of my sister's. So my sister's like tells me a few years ago. Maybe like last year. Hey, you know this Zarna Garg? She's like, she's her kid goes to school with my, you know, her her daughter was a good friend of my nephew's in high school. That's Horace Mann. And I figured, she's, yeah, she's some housewife that's doing comedy. I said, no, nah, I never heard of her. Some Next, housewife that's doing comedy? Yeah, that's that what is, she was. She was some housewife that was doing comedy. That is so offensive. And now she's taking my place. <laughs> First of all, there's nothing wrong with being a housewife. That's what you No, but when you say it in your... That, that was my impression that she was okay. a housewife doing comedy. First of uh, how all... Did I, how the fuck was I supposed to know she'd come in here and, and throw me out? <laughs> First of all, there's nothing wrong with being a housewife. There is something wrong with like that snide, derogatory, some housewife, as though that's A, not a real job. All right, there was some snideitude okay. in there because when I hear about somebody that's doing comedy because so many people are doing it, you know what I, think? I, I tend to dismiss it until I see otherwise. You know what I think? I think that you're as good as the company you keep. And I think that you should be thrilled that and, and, and all of us that we're so lucky to be in each other's company. So I, I would take that in the complete opposite way. You're always looking at the glass half I, empty. I like Zarn. I'm just saying it's going to hurt a little bit with somebody that's been doing it Compared to me, a very short amount of time, I'm comparing and despairing. I'm doing exactly what, yeah, what they tell you not to do in AA, but I'm not in AA uh, well, because I can hold my liquor. <laughs> so to answer your question, I and to really sort of drive home the point of not comparing, I just started doing reels on Instagram not that long ago, really, in the past couple of months. Felt like I was always like intimidated to do that, really. Um, and I only have like two thousand something followers on Instagram, but I started doing these reels, and I gotta say, for me, we've discussed this. I mean, for me, like I'm getting like seven thousand views. Great, it's great, it's amazing. Awesome. You got to take the wins, man. Look, I yeah. could like I think I'm doing well. One minute I'm like, oh, I'm I'm doing great, and then I see fucking Mateo Lane's reels. Like they're like insane. Like he's getting, I think he's got like six hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Whereas like, if you go down that path, yeah, there's no there's, there's no, no happiness yeah, at the end 100%. of it. Like, I wonder if Elon Musk compares in despair. I mean, like he's at the very top. So Everybody unless he's comparing does. himself to God, right? Probably comparing Jeff Bezos. Like who the hell would a guy like that? Compare himself, Jeff to. Bezos. I wonder if he's that, richer than Bezos. I now wonder, he might think I don't. I haven't changed the world as much yeah, as Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but, I think, always, but he probably has. There's always some. I way think. Though. I think when you're that high up, you, there's only the only people left to compare yourself to are are dead people. Look like at Michael you, Jackson, Julius Caesar, or George Washington. No, no, you're completely no, 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 no. wrong. But, but there's certain things, like for example, he's just gonna find a way to be unfulfilled in yes, something. Yeah. Like he'd be like, oh, I, I I'm investing in boats, like. Like, this guy made more money in boats today than I did. Totally. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I, well, like, I'd it's like, like to look. If I had you know. Elon Musk on this podcast, which is very unlikely, but I would ask him if, if, there's, if, he, has, if he ever compares himself in his spirits. And the second question I would ask him is, how much money would he pay to go back in time? That's always been a, a, question, <laughs> a thought I had that, you know, you're a multi-billionaire. Would you pay? You got $200 billion. How much would you pay for a talking dog? And how much would you pay? And how much would you pay to go back? Talking and dog is a great. Can I tell you something? I would much rather be talking to Eric than to Elon Musk. I would like to talk to both. 
I'd I'm like not that. I've Who's better looking? Oh, you're Who'd better you than Elon fuck? Musk. Okay. And Elon Musk, by the way, before his hair transplant, yeah. looked ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't take him seriously at all. I don't care how much money you have. Get out of here. By the way, you're you're lessening the chances of him coming on the pod every right, second you right, talk right. about him. I think I think the consistency part, what Eric said, is really true, and the really like sticking to it. Like you have, you keep doing it until you figure it out. If you want it, to well, according to Eric, there is no figuring it out. But well, there there's, is. The, there's it's, figuring out how to. There's, you can only know what you know. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like you're never like even people who work at Instagram, who've worked there for ten years, they can't tell me exactly yeah. what's going to make. There's a video not like a do secret. Well do well. Yeah. There's not. Uh, like I, the, I thought maybe there's some tips and tricks. The people are uh, deciding. How much is, the, I know the people are, but the people are not completely irrational. And 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 random. There there are there are thought processes inv- and the there algorithm is. and the algorithm. Yeah, there is. So so the but, algorithm. Dude, I was kill. I had like videos like I had like if we, if I look back, there was like a streak I had for a week where it was like one point four million, four point five million unreals, um, eight hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, and then all of a sudden for like a month it was like thirty five. Yeah, you lost eighty thousand. Yeah, you lost it. No big 4, deal. 000. Anyhow, um, no, I, I yeah, you're right. It's it's a comp- it's it it seems random. It probably is not random. You just had to figure it out. Or maybe maybe it is completely and totally and utterly random. No, I don't think so. But I think what Eric also said, he said to you, if somebody came to you and asked you, how do you make it in stand-up? You couldn't give them like I, I, an exact I, well, precise I couldn't give them, answer. But I could get, but I wouldn't have no answer at all. But he's not. He's yeah, not. He I'm doesn't giving have you the no same answer. answer. I'm saying be consistent. What would you say to somebody? Who get on, say, get on stage. I would say, I would say this. I would say, you want to make it in stand-up comedy? I'd say, first of all, I'd say to you, I'd say there's other if, if if your goal is money there's certainly better avenues but if you love stand up here's what I'm going to tell you come into my first of all I say come into my office okay here we go <laughs> first of all obviously it'd be as funny as you can be obviously make the right friends to the extent that you can do so um, be nice to everybody don't do be the opposite of Dan Natterman. don't be angry and bitter um, and uh, be good looking if you can if you can if you can do it since I couldn't be, do that I had to do the other but, things. but or be interesting looking. And uh, you know, I, I I would I would say. Uh, what about get on stage as much as you can? You haven't even put that. I in said th- be as funny as you could be, which includes that. No, it doesn't include. Which of course it includes that. Get on stage. Yeah, because be as funny as you can be. That could include getting on stage as much. That could include writing as much as you can. Have. I always went by my instincts. Okay. Everybody used to always tell me you got to hang out, man. You got to hang out at the clubs. You got to hang out. I was very anti hanging out. I felt like it was contrived. Like it was like just like uh, forced. Like. I didn't want to hang out, just like whatever, like just like hang out, like you know that like fucking loser who sits at the bar by himself and he's just like observing everything all night. Like it's like Look, I didn't want to be that guy. And you don't have to be, but there is something to be said for making friends. Making friends is there very is something important. to be said for you know. But you shouldn't force friendships with like the right people just to like like uh, I, that was never my. That's thing. not your thing. I'm not so sure it's ineffective. I'm not saying it's ineffective. It, uh, it's worked for a lot it, of people. It, I think it does work. Uh, it may not be your thing. It may not be my thing. I mean, my yeah. friends. I, I really, I sure can't pick him, boy. I mean, these people are going nowhere. <laughs> I mean, Lewis Schaefer. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, these people are going, you sound like the worst friend. <laughs> I, I, no, they're, de- they're dear, wonderful people, but I, I'm never friends yeah, but with look successful at th- people. Never friends <laughs> with successful people. Do you know how heartbroken I would be never if har- one of my friends went on a podcast I mean, and said that I'm going nowhere? <laughs> we, uh, well, yeah, I say it tongue in cheek. The point is, is I, I never. I never was comfortable with the kind of people that 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 end up succeeding in this business for whatever reason. I never. You have su- Dan has I such never, a I, skewed 
conception of his... Like Amy Schumer. I never jumped on that. You know, Amy Schumer, I was like, ah, she's okay. I, I never felt a connection with her. So, you know, and that's just well, what that's it okay. is. But I, that's okay. I, I never became her good friend. And, you know, it, it might have been beneficial had I done so. Of some benefit. It wouldn't make me a star, but maybe I'd have gotten a job writing on a show. Maybe I'd have been in her movie. I don't know, but it, would, it wouldn't have hurt. That's for sure. Right. Listen, but you can't I, force friendship. Yeah, I don't think that like that's really the point. I think the well, point is is to do the best of you. You know, if somebody said, "How do I make it?" If somebody said, "How do I be artistically fulfilled?" I got another answer for you. If somebody says, "How do, how I, do I make, make it?" I say, "You stop at nothing. You kill, destroy, and and stop at nothing." I'm kidding, of course. But 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 it, you know, I think I think making it. Uh, and 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 being funny are not necessarily everybody the same thing. has a different path though too you know like I think that I came to this so late in my life and as a mom like I've had to really carve out like a very 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 different path than what is like sort of real books standard. fake excerpts that is the key um, TikTok success I don't know if it's the key to TikTok success but you got to pick different books though honey. You got to do like the, what's that, that negging book? What's that? Like you have to pick, what's that? Well, popular books. Pick yeah. like books that are like very Well, it timely. doesn't have to be a popular book. It has to be a book that's on a topic that I can do something funny with, like a sermon to white but, America. But they have to know enough about the topic to yeah. know that your fake excerpt is fake. Okay. I thought Hitler's bunker was pretty clear. Mm. That they're playing ping pong in the bunker. I mean, when the Russians are closing in, that didn't seem. It's possible. I mean, maybe it's not funny, but it certainly doesn't seem like, I don't understand how anybody wouldn't get it. But in any case, um, I think we're about... This was a good episode, I thought. I thought so, too. No one wanted to stay for the whole thing. No, I didn't no. do, what, can you plug And something? I think you were, by the way, I think you were absolutely right that Noam was hedging his bet. Didn't think he was going to enjoy it. All of a sudden, uh, he did. I know, I'm not even going to ask Nicole what she thought, because I know she loved this episode. Nicole, did you have fun? I had a lot of fun, yeah. That's by, by the way, that's as excited as she gets. <laughs> also, I don't think she grew up in Binghamton. Of course, she grew up in Binghamton. Don't is it, contradict is it, me. Is it Binghamton, Nicole? Yeah, well, just outside of just outside of Binghamton. Outside like of Binghamton okay. Binghamton was like the city for you. Yeah, yeah, that was my big city. He wasn't gonna. He's, was, he wasn't gonna plug the. Town. That was like when us in the prairie when they used to go to Mankato. Oh my God! You know that was their city. He wasn't so gonna I'm plug gonna, the town on the outskirts of Binghamton. Yeah, I mean, when 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 you when when going in going to the city is Binghamton, then you know you're from a place that's not very exciting. But but um, in any case, um, do I have anything else to ask our expert TikTok I'm expert? I'm not an expert. I'm just learning like the rest of us. Um, I think we covered pretty much everything. Um, Eric Newman can be found. On uh, I don't have social media. No, on Instagram uh, at I'm Eric Newman E R I C N E U M A N N and same thing at TikTok at I'm Eric Newman. I can be found at Dan Natterman D A N N A T U R M A N. And unlike Eric Newman, you can be one of the early adopters. Eric, it's too late. It's already. It's like it's not interesting you, anymore. You can really get in on the ground floor with you, Dan. <laughs> you, you can get in on the ground floor and say, I. You know, I was Dan's thirty second follower. <laughs> Um, which I think would be pretty pretty exciting. Uh, also, my book, uh, Iris Spiro Before COVID, is available on Amazon. And you can read it for free, four free chapters on Kindle as a sample to see if you like it. I loved it. And I Imperial. thought it was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. It made me laugh and cry. 
Thank you, uh, Periel. But enough about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> Periel, where can we find you? At Periel Ashenbrand on Instagram. And thank you so much. Thank you, Gnome. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you, Periel. And thank you especially to our our uh, w- our miracle worker at the soundboard. She is like she is like Rachmaninoff <laughs> at that soundboard. Binghamton's own or whatever town Outside she's from. Outside of Binghamton. Outside of Binghamton. Uh, Nicole Lyons, who's also available, like for, for for if you need, um, you know, she does. What does she do? Uh, you do all kinds of like video and sound stuff. Yep. Um, you can contact her through here, podcast at comedycellar.com to uh, inquire about hiring Nicole or to give us your comments, questions, and suggestions. Thank you so much, everybody. See you next time. Later.